Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 begins with the verse that says, This boasting is also foolish. But let me go on, Paul says. Let me tell about the visions I've had and the revelations from the Lord. Now certainly Paul was not one to brag about himself. After all, none of what he achieved or experienced was about him or his accomplishments, and no one knew it better than he did. Those who stood against Paul no doubt played him off as a lightweight. I mean, after all, he just taught the Bible. They, well, they had special revelations and visions. They had an exclusive, unique place before God, or at least they believed they did. You know, many today claim a similar standing, and they attempt to use it for their own advancement and their own self-glory. Now, this is what is behind every cult that exists today. I mean, anyone can claim special position and standing via some unique spiritual experience, especially since those experiences cannot be verified by anyone else. It's a much harder sell and a much more accurate picture to be judged by our words and by our actions that each and every day of our lives exposes, especially over the long haul. Verse 2 of chapter 12 goes on, Paul says, 14 years ago, I was taken up in heaven for a visit. Don't ask me whether my body was there or just my spirit, for I don't know, only God can answer that. But anyway, there I was in paradise and heard things so astonishing that they were beyond a man's power to describe or put in words or in any way I'm not allowed to tell others. Now this reference here is no doubt speaking about an event that happened 14 years prior to this writing, and that is recorded in the book of Acts, where Paul accounts uh, how he was stoned to death outside the city of Lystra. It seems that in his humility, Paul, at least in the original text, the King James, New King James, etc., was speaking of himself in the third person And he did so because it was the event, as well as the power that was behind this event, that Paul wanted to focus on, not himself. Again, Paul was not looking to draw attention to himself. If he was, he wouldn't have waited 14 years to first speak of this event. You see, it was common in that day to speak of three heavens. The first was the sky where the birds flew, and then the second was the place of the sun and the moon and the stars, and the third was where God resides. The phrase caught up, it's the same word where we get the word snatch away or rapture in the Greek. Paul was uncertain as to the details of exactly what had occurred, but he had been caught up and he knew he was home, the place of God, he was in paradise. It seemed the things he heard there were to be only his private blessing and or not to be shared with others. (laughs) What a refreshing and rare concept that is today, especially in a lot of charismatic churches. Verse 5 of the read goes on and says, The experience is something worth bragging about, but I'm not going to do it. I am going to only boast 
about how weak I am and how great God is to use such weakness for his glory. I have plenty to boast about and would be no fool in doing it, but I don't want anyone to think more highly of me than he should from what he can actually see in my life and my message. I will say this because these experiences I had were so tremendous that God is afraid I might be puffed up in them. So I was given a physical condition which has been a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to hurt and bother me and prick my pride. Paul could have, like so many others that have followed him, bragged about these events in his life and the things God had communicated to him personally. But Paul didn't want to use his experiences to be the sum of who he was, even if those events were true. He seemed to innately understand that with such experiences would come those inevitable emotions, and man, that ground is always dangerous. Paul, he wanted instead to be known by his character, to be known by the fruit of his life and that which others saw in him and heard from him every day in the way he lived his life out. Now, just to be sure, God gave Paul a thorn in the flesh. In truth, God allowed Satan to bring this thorn upon Paul. It was allowed so that Paul's pride would not overtake him. And this was critical to his mission for a few things are as destructive to one's ministry as the cancer of pride. Paul acknowledged that he was indeed a man like anyone else and would therefore be apt to glory in himself for the things that had occurred in his life and ministry. But God, in his love for Paul, did not allow him to drift into such a dangerous and damaging situation. Such a truth certainly dispels any of our modern idealism. Today, this says God only brings us soft paths and comfortable journeys in life. I mean, we always want to place our humanistic idea of love upon the deity of love. We literally want to teach the embodiment and creator of love how he should love us. Now, just what this thorn was, we don't know. There has been much conjecture over the years from the scholar to the novice. Some perhaps think it was bad eyes having maybe never healed back to their pre-Damascus road state. Some have proposed that maybe it was malaria or a speech issue or even migraines. Some, some have suggested it was simply the constant attacks from those who were supposed to be his brethren. Now, we don't know what it was, but we do know how much it hurt because the word that is translated here as thorn, it literally means tent stake. So this wasn't a small and insignificant issue for Paul, rather a painful weight that he carried every day of his ministry. And it is clear, though, that Paul did not want to pen record of the specifics, perhaps knowing that the human tendency of placing undue focus on such details. The bottom line here is that this trial was allowed in Paul to keep him dependent on God rather than on himself. In our weakness, we naturally lean upon God all the more and, and depend on Him to carry us through the difficulties. While He often chooses not to remove the pain, He has promised to carry us through it and to never put us through more than we can endure. It's interesting that the sole reason Satan was cast out of heaven in the first place was his pride. Yet God used Satan's pride herein to subdue that pride in others. I guess that leaves us little doubt of just who is in control.
That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.